the Mercy Backend, where experts share customized business advice and tips about all the messy stuff that goes on behind the beautifully branded front end of entrepreneurship. This is where most businesses fail, so we're here to help you save time, make money, and succeed. And now your host of The Messy Backend, Sheila J. Davis and Nate Tucker. We love our listeners here at The Messy Backend. We love y'all so much, we're going to make the mess even bigger. Coming soon to this very same channel, you're going to be hearing from The Messy Backend Exposed. You know, the very first day that we recorded this podcast, Instagram and Facebook shut down, so we knew we were right on track with The Messy Backend. All businesses have them, so don't be shy. Let's put it out there and help each other grow. If you have a messy back end or you're an expert who just loves cleaning up those back ends, give us a call at 801-810-6726 or visit themessybackend.com to apply. Welcome. Thank you. Thank you all so much. We have a wonderful show for you today. As Lewis Howes once said, effective networking isn't a result of luck. It requires hard work and persistence. Today, our expert is Joni Lang. As a health and wellness educator for the past 10 years, Joni loves sharing her passion for essential oils and helping others on their own wellness journey. Today, Joni will be sharing how to be successful at at events as a vendor, which she is super amazing at doing. And you'll hear real questions and stories from real entrepreneurs with real messy backends. Our expert, Joni, will share her experience, expertise, and the tools that she suggests to get it all cleaned up. And if you're an entrepreneur with a messy backend and you would like to submit your story or question, please give us a call at 801-810-6726 or visit us at themessybackend.com. How messy is your backend? Is it holding you back? Is it making it so that you can't make more money? You can't serve your purpose? Visit themessybackend.com today and find out just how messy your backend is and how to clean it up. Don't forget to subscribe to our podcast by heading on over to themessybackend.com slash subscribe so that you never miss an episode. We'd love to thank our sponsor, Yes Women's Network. If you are a female entrepreneur and you are looking to start, build, or grow your business, Yes Women's Network is the place to join for empowering resources and masterful networking. The key to making this podcast really work is to hear about the results of the suggestions. This allows us to be able to learn not just from one expert's point of view, but from the execution of the suggestions provided. Give us a call at 801 810-6726 or visit The Messy Backend. Now on to our expert, Joni Lang, for her expert advice. Don't miss your seat, folks. Here we go. So today we have a Messy Backend question submitted by one of our listeners. How can I market my business as, as a vendor at an event, even if I don't have products for clients to take home with them that day? Thank you so much for having me on this episode. Um, I look forward to it and appreciate the fact that you want my advice. I've had um, several experiences as a vendor and the first few times, first off, I sell essential oils 
and I market essential oil. So the first couple of times I did vendor events, I actually didn't even have product there. It was more about teaching them what essential oils were, how they could use them, um, how they could benefit in them in their lives and how they could get them into their home. So you don't necessarily have to have a product to sell, but you can use those types of events to get the word out to inform people about what it is that you're doing. Also, another great thing about events where you're going to be a vendor is you can also network with the other vendors. You can find someone that you might be able to collaborate with. For instance, at one event, I um, spoke with a woman who made bath bombs and said, hey, let's collaborate. Let's, let's use my oils to make your bath bombs. So that's another way to just get more business, get the word out there, is just to collaborate with the other vendors. I love that. I uh, love the idea of even seeing it as a networking event, even though you're one of the vendors there, like you don't have to be going as, you know, a guest to the event or, you know, a, a visitor, whatever you want to call it, attendee. Um, even as uh, a vendor, you can still network and everything. Um, Joni, one of the things that you and I were talking about before we started recording here was even just ways about getting people to kind of come into your booth and some, some of the things that you that set you apart as opposed to some of the other booths. Do you want to talk about that a little bit more? With my essential oils booth this last time, what we did is we decided to sell aroma bracelets. And that was a way of getting them to come into the booth. So we had them right on the edge of the booth. And what aroma bracelets are is they're made with lava stones. And then you can put the essential oil on the lava stone and then they would walk away being able to smell this oil. And a lot of them came back, wanted more on their stone, wanted to buy it. So it was a great way just to kind of entice them to come into the booth, just to see what we had, to see if there was an oil that they wanted to use. And um, anything like that, even like you mentioned, maybe just having a jar of candy or something, just anything like that to get them into the booth so that you can then start talking to them about your product and what you have to offer. Right. Uh, something that we talk about on this podcast a bit is like lead magnets and, and you know, ways of getting people in through that. Essentially, that, those, those bracelets were like a lead magnet. You know, they're really affordable or cheap way of getting people to, to purchase because you were selling them for only $5 each, which for a lot of people, they're like, oh yeah, it's a cool little bracelet. And that booth over there, they're selling them for three times that amount because they were trying to make a profit off of that. Whereas you were just seeing it as, you know what, let's sell these pretty much at cost because it's a lead magnet type of thing. Um, I remember something else that you definitely had were a couple of really comfortable chairs and couches because I think you said you wanted to make it feel more like a living room, right? Right. I wanted my booth to be very inviting. So here's a great piece of advice, and you noticed it as well, is if, you, if you've got a booth, don't put your table, don't have like a table right at the front of the booth, and then you're sitting behind it. Because now there's a barrier between you, and you're sitting so I tried to make my booth look like somebody's living room so that they could just come in. I had a carpet on the floor. I had furniture in there. I had two chairs. I had like a, a little bookshelf kind of thing with the um, product on it so that they could just feel comfortable and just come in and talk to me. And as you know, we had a lady come in that we ended up talking to just because she needed to sit down. And we're like, yes, you look like you need to sit down. Come have a seat. And then we just, we just talked to them. Another way, you, you mentioned lead magnets. Um, 
obviously, I think this is pretty obvious and a lot of people do it. You can always have a drawing and then that way you capture people's contact information. Um, the only thing I we will say about that is everybody's going to sign up for a drawing. They're going to put their contact info, but you're not really getting good leads because most of them just did it. In fact, I did it one time and I uh, had a contest. I was giving away a free bottle of frankincense, which is like $70. And so, of course, everybody filled up their... Um, their filled out their cards but the one that won i called her and she never even called me back i mean i <laughs> called her and said hey you won the frankincense so that's not always accurate it's more better i think to ask someone would you like to fill out a uh you know a contact form would you like more information and like ours had which way is the best way to contact you so that we knew yeah, that, I think that's a, the vital thing too, is even just which way is the best way to contact you? Because this day and age, some people, you know, they don't, they don't answer their phone when a strange number calls. But if you receive a text, you know, not only is that a bit more personal, it's like, oh yeah, this person is actually texting me back. It's not just some automated email or something that was put into a system. Um, or yeah, some people do prefer email, you know, but find out what their way, their preferred method but uh, no, I love that idea of, you know, just asking them because those contests, they can be good, but unless every single person that's filling that out is going to actually be a lead, like don't waste your time with that. Right. Least, well, and you I can think. always qualify them, right? So if they fill it out, fill out some kind of uh, form for you, you can ask them specifically, would you like more information? So if you're like, I'm going to get every email of everybody who walks by, have them check that box. But I think sometimes the giveaway isn't the best. It just, everybody just signs up. Right. Yeah. And that's and I, why I didn't do it that way. But, and also another thing to remember is if you have a contact information card, right after you've talked to them while everything's still fresh in your mind, you need to turn that card over. Maybe write a description of what they look like, what you talked about, what they were interested in, so that you know when you're contacting them, then you can personalize the contact information. Like, hey, you stopped into our booth and you asked, what oils would work really good for allergies? And we kind of talked about lemon, lavender, and peppermint. So let's set up a time to talk where I can help you get those products. So you personalize, you know, whatever you talked about, plus it also reminds you of what they were looking for. So you're not just saying, hey, you stopped into my booth and you asked for more information. How can I help you? Right. When you get more specific, people really feel uh, like you're you're talking to them specifically, not just the general masses. And don't we all want someone to talk specifically to us, specifically about our issues? Right. Right. Yeah. And it's especially in any type of uh, business that does sales, which all businesses do sales, <laughs> um, because what sales are all about are solving the customer's problem. If you're just like, hey, you stopped by my booth, do you want to buy stuff? You're not going back to the issue that they have and trying to solve the problem. But if you say, hey, remember, this is the problem that we talked about. Here's the solution that I told you I'd follow up with you about. And then even more of a solution of, hey, this is how we can take the next steps to ensure that you get that, that proper solution. Like you said, let's schedule a time to talk where I can go over this with you or you know, take those next steps and the follow through. So no, I love that so much. I know Joni, at, at the last uh, convention that you did, which was uh, at Pinners, which is the Pinterest convention, you were also asked to teach a class. Can you just walk me through, You know, we're, we're a little short on time here, but just quick rundown of kind of your idea of what you were getting out of that and then what your class members or the attendees were able to get out of that class 
in terms of how to convert them into you know clients well what worked great was during the day when people would come in i would be sure to tell them like if they were starting to ask questions and they wanted to know a little bit more about how to use essential oils i would let them know by the way i'm teaching a class today at 5 30. i would love to have you come and so a lot of the people that came into my booth that weren't even signed up for the class ended up going to my presentation and then there was also people there that had not stopped my by my booth yet so after the class was over then they had the opportunity to come by the booth to ask more questions to fill out a contact card or to even purchase products so it was a great way both ways talking them to come to the class because they came into the booth and then having them come into my booth because they came to the class awesome yes no i love it so it's, it's almost like hitting the two different spots in the convention or at the you know the event if you're able to speak and give a you know teach a class but then also have a booth some people don't look at all the booths you know but they look at the class schedule some people don't even care about the classes they just want to go the vendor hopping and check by every single booth so this way you're able to kind of get all the people that are that are there well, thank you so much, Joni, for being on here today. And guys, Joni is not only just the kind of the expert at uh, getting to events and conventions, but she is very well versed on, you know, essential oils and helping people out with their health and making sure that they have a healthy body. So we'll, we'll add links in her expert bio if you guys want to go check out all of her stuff. Um, but thank you, Joni, again, so much for coming on today and sharing your expert advice. Thank you so much for having me. I appreciate it. Yeah, anytime. Would you like to have either myself or Nate speak at your next event or on your podcast? Visit us at themessybackend.com slash speaking. Well, that's our show for today's episode of The Messy Backend. Thanks so much for listening. Nate and Sheila signing off until next week. That's all we have for today's episode of The, 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 the Messy b -b -b Backend. Join us again next week as our experts share more customized business advice and tips about all the messy stuff that goes on in the back end of entrepreneurship. Remember, you are not alone. Every business has a messy back end and needs a little attention. <laughs>